I'm so glad you're joining me for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. You can find me and follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at Lisa Evers. And you can catch up on all of our Street Soldiers episodes, both Hot 97 Radio and Fox 5 TV, free of charge on my website, lisaevers.com. And on Apple iTunes, you can subscribe to the Street Soldiers podcast and get notified because we upload a new episode every single week. Now, in this episode, we are talking about hip hop's health revolution. Is it a trend? Is it a fad? Or is something really happening where hip hop is now leading the way and showing people in our communities that healthy eating, healthy lifestyles are a must. Let's find out what our panel has to say about this. Joining me is Josh McBride. He's an entertainment host and media commentator. Josh, great to have you with us. Good to be here. Thank you so much. Also with us is Styles P. You know him as the hip hop artist from The Locks. He's also the co-founder and co-owner of Juices for Life. They're in the Bronx, Brooklyn, and Yonkers. And also another business, Pharmacy for Life. Styles, great to have you with us. Thanks. Glad to be here, sis. Thank you so much. Also joining us is Plemmy Lawson. He's Fit King Plem. That's what he's known as because of his fitness work with many celebrities, artists, and just private individuals trying to get fit. He's also a certified fitness trainer and educator. Plemmy, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Um, Styles, when you look at this whole revolution in hip-hop, is this, a, is this just a fad because people don't want to look fat on social media? No, not at all. I look at it as a revolution and an evolution at the same time. I think people are becoming more aware of what they put in their bodies as, as just as much as what they put on their bodies. Because if you think about it, like we tell people, most likely you know everything that's on your body, where you got it from, your sneakers, your socks, your pants, um, you buy the the best things you could afford to your ability, even with your car. Like you don't go past a BS gas station and go, yeah, I'm gonna get that and put crappy oil. No, so you put the you put the best. So people haven't been doing that with the inside of their bodies for years. And I think they kind of understand the effects, the negative effects, how many stars people we have lost, how many regular citizens and family members we lose, how people just as you get older and you grow, it's just more ailments. Like, you know, so I think people are being aware of what's going on in gen, um, especially the millennials. Like they, they, they take heed to what's happening with the food more so than anything. So I think it's a, I don't think it's gonna go down. You think I think it's, it's gonna keep rising. I think that's part, a, it's, I think it's, that's it's a like, change that's will be part of people's lifestyle. Cause I think it's an understanding, especially in, in poor communities. Like, you know, most, most poor communities, people don't go to the doctor often right. or have health insurance. So preventative stages and, and, and ways are the best way for you to go about reassuring yourself that you're doing the best thing for yourself. Josh, what do you think as you look around the entertain, entertainment world? Because a lot of hip-hop artists, we see Fat Joe slimming down, Styles, that, that happened many years ago, but yeah. you know, leading the way with that. What do you think about this? Yeah, I mean, even DJ Khaled, right? So he's now a, a spokesperson for, for Weight Watchers. Um, and he's lost, I think he said 40 pounds, maybe 50 pounds so far, and, and said he, that he's still on, on the way of going, uh, trying to lose more. So um, it used to be everybody... Um, made fun of the women, right? And social media has made it so easy to just make fun of or or um, or throw hate or put post something on somebody's YouTube or Facebook or Instagram saying, um, you're fat, you're overweight, you're ugly. It's it's bullying, right? It's, it's a part of bullying. Social media has really uh, made it so easy for the entertainment industry to be so vulnerable because we're it's so easy to comment now. And people can see right away or they'll snap a picture when you're 
just out and, and, and about yeah, sure. like that. And we all have bad angles, right? Like if somebody takes a bad, like, you know, and, and it, it can go on from there. And it, it goes on from there. Plummy, what about, what about this whole awareness with men and especially with the men in hip hop? Because women, we've always had to worry about what do we look like, how, what people are going to say, sure. our fitness and sure. health and just, you know, our being, being much more in touch with our bodies naturally being females. But well, what do you think I about do guys? think that there, there is a factor um, because of the transparency of social media, because of the fact that we all have smartphones, uh, it's the information age. Uh, we all have access to information that perhaps was hidden in books before. Now you can Google almost anything. So I don't have to go to a specialist. I don't have to go to a specific person to give me information about, is that a good thing for me to eat? I don't have to just see a dietitian. I can literally Google things on my phone. So with information powered with the transparency of looking at other people on social media nonstop, um, you know, some of us have become more self-conscious of how we look. And then we have the information and pairing the two together. We say, well, I want to look like this. How do I get to it? So the roadmap is let me, you know, make sure my nutrition is correct. And then let me do the exercising that I need to do. Styles, what about the availability of food? And that was one of your points with the whole juices for life. Yeah. You know, trying to get started. Because you go in a lot of our urban areas, inner mm -hmm. city areas around the country. Yeah, food and does you, it's fast food, mm -hmm. it's chicken, it's Chinese food, oh. and then it's the and then it's a deli or corner yeah, store with like fried chips and Yeah, it's like the lack of food and the lack of education of the food you're putting in your system. Sure. So it was like before I actually got to make money and move out of my neighborhood and moving into a, a richer neighborhood and really got to see all right natural markets and whole foods and it was like a, it, it hit me like a, a, a brick of just like wow there's a whole form of education to eat right and and survive but when you're in the hood you don't see that like you know what I mean you see everything is fast food liquor stores cheaper and, and like yeah when you go to whole, like, yeah you go to like you I mean, go to just, and people and people have programmed themselves to to think the most important thing is taking care of your body that is cool to just spend cheap or not willing to spend like we buy jordans we buy jewelry we buy rolexes cars so we true. party but we be like the food's expensive because sure. you can't go to whole foods with a few hundred dollars and you're gonna leave out you could carry that you can spend five hundred one bag. You can spend five hundred in Whole Foods yeah. and carry it out. But when you're in the hood, you spend you spend five hundred in the hood. You used to the family, whole family, got to come help For with the bags because you bought mad bull crap. But then when you think about it in short, in short terms, like I say, like this, you have to go in your your um, cabinets, your fridge, and start looking at the ingredients. Can you pronounce it? Can you spell it? Do you know what it is? Right. What is it for? Like this, like, you know, it's a lot of times, like, it hit me one day, I picked up a juice, and it, it was years ago, and it was like 17% juice, and I was like, wait a minute, what's the rest of the stuff? But I've sure. never thought like that. Sure. So we, we have to reprogram ourselves to say we have to educate ourselves on what we're doing with our bodies, and then once you start doing that, you start understanding, all right, this food is not around here. We have to travel travel a little to get it, or go to the supermarket, look in this section. Sometimes you got to skip the... The fast food store and go in the supermarket, get you an avocado, cut it up, get you an apple, get a banana, get some kale, real get some food. seeds, get some, yeah, get some real foods. But we're not programmed like that because we're thinking 
fast food, but think how real good is that if it's fast food? Like, you know what I mean? Right. And your and your your point about the clothing yeah. and the styles and the you know you spend money with on everything and else. Go, and would go like would travel to go get a yeah. certain sneaker or, or whatever, and then the, and wait online. Right. And wait online. Right. Like, you know well, what I mean? So you have to. It's like I think it's about the reprogramming because in our neighborhood we wasn't taught to take care of the temple like this. Like, there's right. not, it's not, it, they didn't invest this in our school lessons and they didn't put the right stores around and the, it wasn't on the teacher's program or like, you know what I mean? So these things are, you, are things you have to do because re reality at the end of the day too, not to be funny, coming from my neighborhood, originally it started as, all right, poor people. I'm from New York, so I know what's happening in New York and cities around me. But when you start thinking about it on a bigger scale, it becomes bigger than just a brown thing. It becomes a human thing because I don't live in Ohio and Oklahoma. That's mainly right. white, mainly white right. states. And there's low income white. But there's low income white yeah. communities, and them kids are not eating right. They it's send the them same, to school it's the same thing, eating the same thing. So yeah, so obesity taking so it's a you, human. It's a, a human, human issue. It becomes a being thing. You definitely know we're targeted because we're brown and we're, we're first on the list, which is natural. But so are white people. And there's a lot of white people that don't understand that white people are targeted too. So this is a kind of a human thing. And like, like I think we just have to take care That's of one and each other. And, and like you say, like don't work out because what people are saying on, about you on social media. Work out to feel good. To feel good. Eat We're right to feel good and then that'll work. All right, we got to take a short break. This is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be right back. Yo, what up? This your homie Ace Hood, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real poly tricks, and real people only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about hip-hop's health revolution. Is it a trend and a fad, or is it real? Let's find out what our panel has to say. Joining me is Josh McBride. He's an entertainment host and media commentator. Josh, great to have you with us. Thanks for Thank you so Thanks much. Thanks for being here, Josh. Yeah, I'm saying it myself. <laughs> it's a self-affirming yeah, thing. Yeah, I like Thanks it. Right doing it. Yeah. That Thank you for being here. Yeah. Um, Styles P is also with us, a hip-hop artist from The Locks. He's a co-founder and co-owner of Juices for Life. They're in the Bronx, Brooklyn, and Yonkers. And he's also the um, owner of Pharmacy for Life, another health-oriented business. Styles P, great to have mm -hmm. you with us. Glad to be here. Thank Thanks you so much. Here, also, <laughs> did you want to make a self-affirmation? Yeah, too? that's my new one. <laughs> <laughs> also with us is Plemmy Lawson. He's known as Fit King Plem because he's a certified fitness trainer. He's helped many people, both men and women, achieve the body that they have wanted and more importantly, the overall health state that they have wanted. Plemmy, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me. When you look at some of these artists, we've seen some artists and people that we've known in the hip hop community pass away in their 40s from things that were weight related or yeah. diabetes and heart conditions that mm -hmm. were tied to weight, weight problems. Are these things preventable? Absolutely. Um, I remember coming up just as a hip hop fan um, and remembering when one of the fat boys died, Human Beatbox died. Uh, I remember Heavy D. Um, I remember, you know, Guru. Certain rappers, you like, you know, these were preventable deaths, and largely were due to heart disease, or you know, if there was some type of alcohol or drugs involved. So these were things that were within our control, and then you know, unfortunately, they lost their lives, and it was publicized, and you know, people talked about it for a short amount of time, and then they probably went back to what they were doing before then. I think now um, hip hop is maturing more. I think as we're getting older and we want to increase our lifespan. I think that we're now seeing that that's not the way to go. You know, we're not going to applaud being obese. We're not going to applaud eating bad things uh, because it looks cool. 
uh, that type of information, you know, is kind of poisonous to our communities. And I think that as we've gotten better with it, um, each one teach one. So this is what you should be eating, you know, how to eat to live. You know, this is a, is a very popular book that I'm sure many of you have heard of, uh, written by uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. This was something that's very popular in the hip hop community as well. Um, no pork on my fork. Um, and without religion, still people were With very the meats cognizant and back of, on the meats and, and that kind of thing. Josh, what what about in terms of the in terms of the Hollywood? You know that hip hop has become so much about Hollywood. Too. Do you think that that appearance pressure is part of this whole revolution as well as kind of like the wake up call like, hey, who wants to die in their 40s, you know? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, we talked about a little bit about social media and what that's taken. You know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, even 10 years ago, it was OK to be overweight. And and we talk about bullying. We talk about people saying stuff. Uh, you know, you are overweight. You're fat. All, we don't. He, you didn't hear about it then. It was Fat Joe was Fat Joe, and it wasn't, you didn't question it twice. You didn't say, well, why is Fat Joe fat, or why is he called Fat Joe? It was just, yeah. he was Fat Joe, you know? Mm -hmm. And we've gotten to this point of um, people learning and people uh, realizing that this isn't good for not only just appearance, maybe for themselves, but a, a deep-rooted issue of their health. Um, but then I, I keep coming back to social media of people probably telling Fat Joe, who probably doesn't give a, uh, well, now he's lost. He's lo he's lost yeah. more than two hundred pounds. Right, you know? right. But 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 yeah. now we're now. I'm sure people did say stuff. I'm sure people did say um, to men and women, lots of women we know. But now men, which we've been talking about, um, how they have to lose weight, how it's unhealthy, how it doesn't look good, how you're on a carpet and it it doesn't show well. Maybe it's from an appearance perspective, but I like that we're people kind of focused on the more. health perspective. And people are seeing more. Styles P, when, when Big Pun may rest in peace, when he passed mm -hmm. away, he was over 700 pounds. Yeah. And a lot of people, that was a long time ago, you know, 2000. And, you know, people looked at that and they were like going, of course, that amount of weight is mm -hmm. going to really harm you. And then Joe has said many times, you know, that was kind of his wake up call. Yeah. And sometimes you need that wake up call again, mm -hmm. you hit the snooze alarm and you got to go back and, and, yeah. and get it again. But in, in terms, in terms of artists and the culture itself, what do you think about what's going on with the culture? Cause we still have big artists. I mean, we, although some are like Rick yeah. Ross slimming down and yeah, I think, I think it just really starts with the artists kind of understanding with me personally, this is what I feel. It really starts with you as an artist just being a human being and kind of understanding you have to take care of yourself. And if it's on your mind, you have a duty to spread the word of good to people. Because honestly, as an artist, like it's a braggadocious sport. Like I really like nice things. I love nice things. But people don't get reminded of regular life throughout music like because the average guy can't go to the store and buy a Bentley and it looks very glamorous Benz, now especially a Rolex right. the average dude outside can't go to the store and buy a Honda Civic to be honest with you so you listen to rap you have people listening to rap and they now they live on social media now they're trying to live a life that they may not be able to attain so the best way to attain things is to take care of your temple eat right know what you're putting in your body exercise surround yourself with good energy and kind of focusing on that because it's your responsibility to take care of yourself, then your family, and then your community. Like, and there's nothing cool about not taking care of yourself. I think that's where it's going. Before oh, we were now, it's not cool. Yeah, I think it's before, like you're I think like before you're we weren't educated enough. And then through people seeing people, be, oh, he's big, yeah, or he's fat, or you know, now we're starting to understand. Whole, right. Yeah, now with the understanding, it becomes because you can't do things 
like a lot of us will do things because what they was said on social media. Like you just have to really take care of yourself and think about how am I going to take care of myself, my family, and spread the word mm -hmm. to my brothers, so, so exactly. they could do the same. So as as the world, so we could get to a better place we, we and each one teach me and keep evolving. Definitely. Like, and Plum, Plum, what about the what Sal was just saying about it's not you know like now there's that attitude of it's not cool because we've seen and I'm sure all of you have seen you know families where everybody is really yeah. obese yeah. or or like so where the parents about, are yeah, and like some little kid like, <laughs> some little kids are now now too but how hard is it like if you're an individual and you're doing this for yourself but if you're living with your family or you're in that kind of environment and you know the chickens mm -hmm. getting you know getting fried <laughs> and there's all the rice and all, yeah. everything like that what what about tell tell us what you see happening with that well i i think uh, our children are waking up and they oftentimes they say that you know children always speak the truth because they don't know the ramifications of not speaking the truth you know i have two daughters you know my daughters even watch me and if they see me snacking too much, you know, either Layla or Deja, they're 11 and 5. They're like, you know, Daddy, you're going to get fat if you keep eating that. Um, they, they say that to you? Yes, <laughs> wow. yes. So even my 5-year-old, <laughs> she'll come up to me if she sees me snacking too much um, because she realizes that I help um, promote not just fitness and a healthy lifestyle, but if I'm telling others that I have to lead by example. So I, oftentimes I have them in the gym just showing them little things, functional movements as well. Um, and I think it's something that, you know, if you're showing, you know, your, your young ones this and you're leading by example, um, it's better to show them rather than to tell them. Definitely. So, so no pizza nights at your house? You know, you have your cheat meal, not cheat days, because you don't need a full day of eating that. Of cheating, right. But you can have a cheat meal. You can have like a pizza party or exactly. a birthday cake or something exactly. like that, right? Okay. Long, long, long as you're going to do a lot of deadlifting the next day. Car, carb load, carb load. I just feel like you tell your five-year-old, okay, we're, you're going to have birthday cake, but you're coming with daddy to the gym oh, yeah. tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I just feel like that's still hard. Like we were talking about, I think you can educate someone so much, but if you don't have the resources like we were talking about before, yeah. and if you're on food stamps, I can get a lot more stuff. I was always told, stay to the outside aisle of the grocery store. Don't go through the aisles. Stay on the outside because you're going to have your meats. You're going to have your veggies. You're going to have your fruits. You're going to have your mm -hmm. real food. That stuff is a lot more expensive than the stuff like the granola bars and, and, and the stuff that's in the aisles. So I, it's education is a huge thing, but we were talking yeah. about how some, some people just aren't fortunate enough to... Uh, well, let's, let, let's, take, let's pick up on that point because there, there, is a way, there are ways to eat where it's, you're not spending $500 at, a, at no. a fancy store, but we gotta take a short okay. break. This is Street Soldiers, we'll be right back. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Ro Timmy. You're listening to Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Yes, sir. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about hip hop's health revolution. Is it a fad or a trend? or is it a real new movement? Joining me for this conversation, Josh McBride. He's an entertainment host and media commentator. Josh, great to have you with us. Good to be here. Thank you so much. Also with us is Styles P. You know him as a hip hop artist from The Locks. He's the co-founder and co-owner of Juices for Life. Um, they're in the Bronx, Brooklyn, and Yonkers, and he's also the owner of Pharmacy for Life. Styles, great to have you with Thanks us. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Also joining us is Plemmy Lawson. He's um, known as Fit King Plem because he's a certified fitness trainer, helps people turn around their lives and their look and improve their health. Plemmy, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Styles, you talk about leading by example, and yeah. especially for men, and especially for men coming from low-income urban areas. How important is that to you about what you're doing with this whole juices thing and this movement? I mean, I think it's important because I think a lot of us, especially from poor neighborhoods, don't understand the things we put in our, our body contribute to 
sometimes us getting in felonies, getting into trouble, getting into fights, being angry, overweight, sinus issues. A lot of this has to do with the somewhat with, with the food we're putting in our body. So I think when you lead by example and people see a change in you, that sparks them to say, oh, it could happen. And, and, and when you, especially when you say, all right, we're going to do this because I know it's good for me and it's good for my family and I want to pass it to you because it'll be good for you and your family. I think people take that a, take that a certain way and they, they take it to heart and they kind of understand that you, you know, you, you're on a mission because to be honest, the easiest way to kill the masses is miseducation, food and water. So that's what we say to the families who have the whole obese family and it's the way of life and your your whole rest of your family's eating a certain way. Sometimes you have to be the spark. Sometimes you have to be the one to say, right, I'm going to make the change. I'm going to show them. I'm going to show them the difference in the lifestyle, the energy, how to feel, how I look, and they'll see and they'll want to be part of it. And what about, what was that turning point for you? Because I remember one time you were on streets, you came for, to Street Soldiers, and yeah. you were just a regular size we knew you yeah. from. And then the next time you came, you were like super slimmed down. And you're like, Lisa, I changed everything. But what was that spark that made you go down this route and stay with it? Well, I, when I went to jail as a rapper, when I went to jail as a rapper, I knew something was wrong because I was too smart to keep getting in certain situations and let my temper and my ego and pride get the best of me. So I felt like it was some sort of chemical imbalance within myself. So I said, let me change up what I'm eating and how I'm eating, duck the grease, duck certain things. And that was pretty much the spark and turnaround for me because it's like, I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to die. I don't want to keep missing my family and I don't want to be not the best me I could be. Because at the time too, when I was, I was 238 pounds, 240 pounds. I had eczema, post-nasal drip, cyanitis, a crap load of issues and just the eating kind of just kind of cleared up a me lot out. Of, a yeah, lot and then of more so spiritually it helped me. Like, you know what I mean? It helped me just be a better person. I feel calmer, take things easier, um, just better to get along with and better energy, period. Plummy, what about the food? Does food really affect your mood like that? Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm sure we've all been in situations where if you eat something, especially fried food, next thing you know, your stomach is hurting, you know, you're walking around um, kind of angry, you know, irritable, um, it leads to things like constipation, it leads to, you know, heartburn and acid reflux. All of these things oftentimes affects us negatively. And, you know, we may have that, we wear that body language, that energy, because oftentimes it's from something we ate or drank. So I, I definitely think it affects it. Because we talk about kids, you know, every, everybody knows with, with kids, you, too much sugar, you go like, oh my, my gosh, they're yeah. on a sugar yeah. high, they don't yeah. want to go to sleep, they're going crazy, they're tearing everything up. And, but for adults, does it deal with anger, especially with men? Like if Abs you're, you're having a lot of sugar and fat and that type of thing? Listen, um, you know, we all metabolize fat differently. Um, but oftentimes, you know, especially here in the United States, we're dealing with obesity. It's, it's such an epidemic because people are literally addicted to sugar. So whether we're eating it or whether we're drinking it, we are consuming it at very high levels. And uh, we were talking off air about this, the fact that, you know, it can be very cheap for you to buy, you know, an Arizona iced tea or, you know, something that might be 99 cents. But if you turn it around and look at the nutrition facts, you know, you might literally be taking in 60, 70 grams of sugar in that one can. That's comparable to like 20 teaspoons of sugar. 
Right, which is a lot of sugar for, any, for cheaper, anybody's it's body. It's cheaper, but it's it'll cheaper. get you to the hospital faster. Yeah, right. it totally. Right. You'll, you'll oh, pay. They get pay you on the, the end. back end. It's <laughs> cheaper on the front end. On the back end, it's expensive. Totally. On the on the opposite side, at the like the top of the Hollywood top of the Hollywood uh, totem pole and entertainment totem pole, are artists because for for any art, artist like Styles. They're, when they're touring, when you're out there, when you're performing, you're, you're on the road. And that's, even if you're getting, you know, deluxe treatment, you're still on the road. That's like a lot to, to deal with. Are they putting things, you know, doing things to ensure that they have access to healthy foods and private chefs and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, we've seen people like Kevin Hart bring his trainer everywhere he goes, you know, because he really cares about fitness and health. Also, there's so many, and probably Plum can speak more to this, about uh, meal service options that are so easily yeah. and available. We, yeah. You know, we talked about the Arizona iced tea thing. I used to drink those. I was 255 pounds. I'm 6'4", so it never was, like, crazy big. But I always went for convenience. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know... When I was younger, it was it was financial. You know, I, I didn't have you know I didn't make anything, so it was it was easy to buy an Arizona iced tea yeah. for ninety nine cents, and it said green tea on it. So I said, yeah. okay, I'm gonna it's drink. Really you think it's like me. a healthy? It's really good for I'm me. I'm like, oh, this is gonna speed up my metabolism. Marketing. It's a dollar, and I got like I don't have to do anything. And it's green tea. It sounds healthy. And it's this big, so I'm gonna be I'm, my thirst is quenched. Yeah. Yeah. It's convenience. <laughs> it was convenience, and it was it, it was ease. And, and just that easy. But so, what about how do you how do you re, you know retrain people as you you know? Like I say, like I tell people, it's it's, it's about your program. You got to know instead of fast food, you should look up where Whole Foods are, Whole Foods is, or a regular supermarket you can go in. Trader Joe's, Trader Joe's, and get you really get you something to eat. Then it's also apps like I maintain a plant based diet. So so tell us what your what's your give us an idea. What's your routine? My routine is I like I love oatmeal. In the I love morning. avocados, sweet potatoes, every plant you can name. I just eat. I juice a lot. I uh, seeds, almond butter. I eat everything but meat. Do you I do eat cheese? everything but meat and dairy. No, I, no meat or dairy. Yeah, no meat or dairy. If I eat cheese, it's like cashew cheese. Or some cheese, some know you know cheese. That. Yeah, I mean, but I've maintained a plant based diet for five years though. So I know, and you maintained your yeah, and, and you you've maintained that you know yeah. So for you me, kept the weight, all that weight off. Yeah, and mm -hmm. I think a lot of us don't understand, as he was saying earlier, you have to have in your mind: do are you eating to survive? Or are you eating because you're addicted? Right. Are you addicted to the salt and sugar? Mm -hmm. Salt and sugar has killed more people than cocaine and dope in the past few years. You could look it up, but cocaine and dope is illegal. So you look at it as a terror. You look at salt and sugar as friendly because it's legal, it's in the supermarket, it's and there. It's cheap, right? Mm -hmm. And it's cheap, but it will kill you. And it has killed many, many people. Wow. His body count goes up and up. So I think once you start looking at food as a way to survive and, and, and as means and not eating, because a lot of us eat because we're stressed too. Or comfort, or, tired, or depressed, right? or tired, or going through relationship problems, financial problems, Bored. school Bored. problems, yeah. boredom. <laughs> so we have to kind of understand why we're eating, what we're eating, why we're eating. Like, it's a lot to the human body, so I think we have to just kind of focus on it, take care of it. It's, you'll forever be learning. I learn something new every day. Mm -hmm. I learn from people every day, and no one's a—I'm not a health guru. I'm just a guy who wants— Wants to be healthy, the optimal life for and myself and the best you, you for look myself. You look amazing. You look amazing. Family, so I think we have to program ourselves to say and take care of each other. Like we were sitting out there, I'm trying to learn from him. He's trying to learn from me. That's what it's about. Like anything you could do to better ourselves, I think we should do. And, so. and share sharing the information. Plum, yeah. what about the with the with the, the people that come to you, the ones that succeed mm -hmm. versus in terms of keeping weight off and sure. being a healthier because it's not just about the weight. It's like no. you guys are all saying it's, it's yeah. about the healthy lifestyle. Sure. The ones that 
really make that change and the ones that don't? Do you notice certain okay. say, similar sure. factors with each group? Well, first and foremost, the nutrition is paramount. So you, you, it starts there in understanding your macronutrient intake that, and that means your proteins, that means your carbs and your fats that you're taking in your foods. This all contributes to your calories. If I'm an overweight person and I need to create what's called a caloric deficit, then that means I need to start now monitoring what I put in my body. And whether it's plant-based or whether I eat meats or not, I need to make sure I have portion control. If I don't have portion control that's specific to my body, then really, no matter what I go do in the gym, because the fact matter. that I'm consuming every day, I'm just continuing to add on to what I already had. So the people that usually adopt a lifestyle that says, I'm going to monitor my portions, they do much better than the people that just say, I went to the gym. And, th and that was it. Josh, when you lost, lost all that weight, what did you do? Activity. It was activity and it was about portion control and it was about changing up my lifestyle from the Arizona iced tea that was not, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm so thirsty, I'm going to get, it's so easy to grab a, a fruit drink or a soda or, mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's just so easy to even be at a restaurant and be like, oh, I'll have a diet, I'll have a diet Coke and you figure, oh, diet sounds great. No, have, have, how about a water with a lemon? You know right. what I mean? Like little small yeah. changes that you can really make. Um, overall, and then and then staying active. Fat Joe, all, you know, he said he just walked 20 to 30 minutes a day in the morning. That's all he did. He said he was almost 400 pounds, and because he was too much of a, a liability, really, to go to the gym, all he did was walk, and that's how he lost a, a, a ginormous amount of weight to start, and then started going on a bike, and then started getting to the gym. So it's like little little changes from like maybe waking up and having a soda, or waking up and having orange juice or, or fruit juice of some sort. Switch those things out. You know, lower that carb intake. If you are trying to do a caloric mm -hmm. deficit, you know, if you are trying to lose some of that weight, what you don't need all that bread, you know. Oh. Right. The nobody's getting sponsored the by carbs. Arizona Iced Tea on this show, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> just, nobody's getting sponsored. <laughs> sponsorship. <laughs> no bread. No bread. It, it always comes back to the carbs, yeah. right? The, yeah. And the and the and the sugar and the salt. This is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be right back. Yo, what up? It's the game, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about the hip hop health revolution. Is it a trend or fad? or really a new way of living. Joining me for this conversation, Josh McBride. He's an entertainment host and media commentator. Josh, great to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Also with us is Styles P. He's a hip hop artist from The Locks. He's the co-founder and co-owner of Juices for Life. Um, they're in the Bronx, Brooklyn, and Yonkers. He's also the owner of Pharmacy with an F for Life. Styles, great to have you with Glad us. Glad to be here, sis. Thank you so much. Also with us is Plemmy Lawson. He's known as Fit King Plem because he's a certified fitness trainer and also healthy lifestyles expert and educator. Plemmy, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Styles, you say that this whole fitness revolution and people becoming healthier, that it starts with the mind. Starts with the mind. Why? Because everything you do, I mean, every, he's, he's the trainer, but he tell you can't move any muscle in your body without your brain telling the muscle to move. Your brain is the first thing that's going to say go and the first thing that's going to say quit. So I think once you start understanding that things are on the mind as far as your discipline, as far as falling off the wagon and getting back on, once you program your mind and say, okay, I'm going to eat right or I'm going to work out and make this part of my lifestyle, and you do it enough times to let it sink in, I think you it's, it's in your mind something that's what you do. Like Now you tell yourself... Like I tell myself, this is what I do. Like if I'm, I'm getting up, I'm juicing, I'm riding my bike, I'm, 
like I take Pilates now. I, I just anything to push the mind further, to push the body further, to open up, to learn, and just like I'm out here chopping it up. Cause once you, your mind is open, that's gonna help the rest of your body, and that'll even help you with worrying about what people are saying on social media. You know, I'm in a process. I might not be at my best point right now, but I'm getting there because it's all in the mind. Everything is. You won't take what people say, even besides your body, just in personal life. You'll be able to handle many things. Much many, better. Much, much better. Like just from a, I'm cool because I'm comfortable with myself. I know how my brain's thinking. I know where my body's at. I know I'm, I'm working on myself every day and that's my goal. And as long as I keep my mind on that, I have no choice but to become a better man, grow and mature. And that's how life goes as far as I'm concerned. That, that's, so, that's so amazing. Plum, you say that underneath, uh, you know, every guy with a gut is a six pack. Is that Absolutely. true? Absolutely. Um, I think, you know, yeah, most of the time, right? Um, there's a stark difference between muscle and fat. And we all have fat because it's necessary for us to have fat. You know, our brains need fat. Um, anybody has ever told you I have, you know, 2% body fat, they're probably on life support, they're probably dead. So you need body fat. <laughs> right? So don't believe that. Right. But because we overconsume, we have way too much body fat. So yes, we do have abs because we move, we twist, we bend, right? Um, but in order to obtain, you know, the six pack, visible pack abs, anything to actually where you can <laughs> see it aesthetically, you have to cut down the consumption so that that body fat comes down. And then you also have to do your cardio. A lot of people hate cardio. So, you know, oftentimes when I'm training with people, I try to make it fun. I try to mix it up between bike sprints, wind sprints, jumping rope, jumping, box jumps, doing different things so that it isn't just, you know, go get on the treadmill. Go get on the right and just zone and just zone out because for some people you know they get bored and after a while if you don't continue to motivate yourself you know sure. as style said then you know you end up falling off the wagon and then just going to go sit back down on the couch josh what about for you because you travel a lot for for your business and for for work and and you know covering everything in the whole entertainment world you're on the go are there certain things you do to to maintain maintain yourself right now you yeah the weight off yeah like when it, you're traveling can you tell us share a few with us yeah it's it's about being prepared and packing appropriately and and it's easy to make those right choices that are at airports or train stations that they are now we're seeing that there's snacks like celery and carrots versus the bag of chips it's um bringing a pair of sneakers so that you can go and 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 go on a walk or go on a hike or, or if there's a hotel gym or hang out with a friend and do a hike. I just was in LA and we did Runyon Canyon because we had an hour to spare. It's just, it's things like that. It's incorporating into your life of little tiny changes and even things that could uh, uh, encourage you like working out with a friend, right? Or having somebody go on a walk with you or saying, wanna meet me at the gym. It, it holds you accountable also. And I'm sure that's why a lot of people probably hire uh, Plummy just because it, it, you hold them accountable. Sure. Absolutely. And wh what about that holding accountable? Because like, we're, like and let me ask all of you this. Plenty, but in terms of holding people accountable, you have you have that person that says, "Oh, you need to lose weight. You need to lose weight. You need to lose weight." And then versus, is that does that really work, or is it better? Are there other ways no. to support somebody on that journey? Absolutely not. And I'm glad you asked that because for some people, that's common. Um, it's extrinsic at first, so there might be a goal outwardly outside of yourself that you're motivated by. So perhaps you want to fit into a dress. You want to fit into something. There's a vacation coming. Um, there's a class reunion coming up as we're getting older, so you want to look a certain way. Uh, so those are external motivators. But once you reach that moment or that day, are you going to be continue to be motivated to continue to do this, or is this something that you just stop? Heart, you know. So 
the accountability is probably one of the most important things. And whether I train people online or offline, you know, I hold them accountable. You know, I follow up with them. You know, what's going on? Some people literally send me pictures of them every day on the bike that I can't see. And say, I want to send, send me a picture of you post bicycle sprints so that right. I can see you all sweaty and I want to make sure that <laughs> so the they're shirt not is faking different. it every single time make sure the shirt is different every right. single time because I don't want you to you know keep sending to be cheating pictures. yourself because you're That's they're right. basically they're, they're basically cheating yeah. cheating themselves Styles, what about the motivation in in terms of the young guys because you know we see too like the generation the new generation of artists that's out there too a lot of drug a lot of just not eating and a lot of yeah. drugs and a I lot of skinny yeah, yeah. what well, about I tell that? them like I say like I say to a lot of uh, young artists I'm 44 and me eating vegetables and working out uh, keep me in better shape than any 20 year old who doesn't eat right and on lean so I think the motivation is to understand you going for the long goal and to feel great about yourself. Like I, my main thing is I like to feel really great about myself and feel like yeah. I'm in a place of peace. And I think when you train yourself to be the best you, like you're saying, you put the, you got to put in a little, them little things like this, the little baby steps, the little tiny changes, and just putting yourself to the challenge of being the best you to say, all right, let me stay focused. Let me like pack the jump rope. Mm -hmm. Let me go take the walk. Like let me go. Let me go walk run. You know. Let me go walk the streets. Let me do some jumping jacks. And also let me pray. Let me read. Let me meditate. Let me get online. Mm -hmm. See if I see information I can attain. I think the more you try to better yourself, the better you become. And it's just a feeling of being better. That's what keeps me motivated. Because I know if I feel like crap. Nobody's gonna want to be around me. My energy is gonna not, be off. And it's just off, not fun. It's, it's not gonna not be productive. I'm not gonna well make it. money. It's gonna ruin my business. Like so I just try to keep that in mind. Like, Josh, what about motiv motivation for the public too? Because people see they see artists, they see actors that that they maybe grew up with also as well too. And it's it's no longer like you hit a certain age number and boom, you're done. It's like how do you look? Do you look like you're vital? Do you look like you're healthy? Are we changing that whole concept? I, you know, I, I would hope not. I would really hope not. I think we're moving into a place where it's um, you're seeing so much more of it out there of people being active. And I, I love the excuse, and you guys probably hear it all the time, or, or we actually probably said, oh, I don't have time, right? It was always, right. I don't have time. I, let's talk about excuses. I just yeah. don't, yeah. Have, I don't, I don't have, time. have the time to do it, or I can't make those right choices. And it, my question to myself was why? Why didn't I have the time? And it was, oh, okay, because I was maybe waking up at, at 9 o'clock. Well, what about waking up at 8 o'clock and then building it into my schedule, right? right. Or, or making sure that I could reach out to a friend to say, hey, what about 3 o'clock? We both have a break. Let's go for a walk. Let's go for you know, a run, let's go to the gym. It's mm -hmm. about making those tiny little, it was always a time thing for me. Oh, I don't really have time, I'm really busy. Well, that's part of Everybody my schedule now. Everybody says that, yeah. right? My schedule now is I, I see a trainer three times a week and I, I'm responsible in going two to three times beyond that that's right. uh, to, to, to maintain even just sanity for myself. When I leave the gym, we, we all feel that. It's like that endorphins. You just feel better. And it's not about your body feeling better. My head is clear. I feel like I'm smiling. I feel like the sweat that I got out was like, I didn't need that energy. It's totally. Oh, we're all on the same page. And so here. you're right. You guys, you guys are, you guys are all on the same page. Uh, Plenty. What about the time issue? Because you posted pictures on your Instagram yeah. of how you look ten years ago versus how you look today, right. and to show people that it's about what you do with it. It's right. not time. It's what you do with the time. Absolutely. Uh, I tell people all the time. There's 168 hours in every week, and literally, if you, even if you worked out one hour every day, which some people might be. Think is excessive. That's only four percent of the time. Seven hours out of 168. So everybody has the time to do something for themselves. Because what happened is, if you don't do it, 
and you're laid up in the hospital, you have nothing but time to think about Fact. why didn't I do it? Right. So you right. should just make the time. And Someone so, always said prevention is cheaper than treatment. Absolutely. De absolutely. Definitely. Styles, what about in, in terms of the, uh, the, the juices for life in your whole, this, this whole area that you've, that you really, you've really been a pioneer in that? Yeah, just what, what are you planning for the you have any any plans to expand it and yeah definitely want to expand juices for life we want to expand pharmacy for life and um you know i think it's work because when it comes to the thing i used to have the i didn't have the time to i used to say i don't have this time i don't have this time i think when you switch to your mind state to i need this time for myself like i need mine is i need like if some if i don't get this time i'm gonna start losing it so i think with that helps me wake up and say, oh, I don't want to get to this business more. And so I see the, I see, we see the companies is we're going to continue to grow, flourish, do partnerships. Um, we definitely releasing some press juices soon. Pharmacy for life. We have the black seed oil, oil of oregano, sour sap, elderberry. So we just trying to heal the people and um, spread our message, spread our love, spread the word and tell everybody to get a juice and blender and get right in your crib. That's right. And on that note, thank you very much for, uh, thank you all very much for being with us for this episode of Street Soldiers. Josh McBride, great to have you with us. Thank you so much. Styles P, great to have you again. Thanks for always coming back and coming through Street Soldiers. And Plemmy Lawson, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. We really appreciate it. And thank you for joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Remember, use your mind as your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. Let's push for peace.